ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another episode of Nintendo Talk. I am Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, joined by the greatest retro video game store owner in all the land, Mr. Nick Militia. What is up there, sir? Yeah, how's it going, Bobby? Thanks yeah. for having me. Look at you all coming in all low and stuff. Like, really? I just hit you with that, and you're just like, yeah, well, what's up, what's up, Bobby? Well, you know, I was just, I'm, I'm chill, man. I'm chill, you know? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, boy. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am well. I am well. Um, I didn't appreciate the things you were saying about the, the viewers when we were off before we were actually on air. So that's, we're going to have to correct that. I mean, like. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, for those who don't know, um, Nick is a friend of mine. He um, and we'll, we'll kind of go over the history a little bit because I don't. Th- it's been a while since you've been on mm-hmm. over a year, right? Well, yeah, we did the we did the show at your store the one yep. time, like the four mm-hmm. hour show, whatever the hell that was. I don't know what the hell I was thinking that day. And then uh, <laughs> you and I actually did a show before that, yeah, and. Um, you know, the thing of it is, is like we met because Miguel and I were going to start this show like every other idiot that thinks that they're the first ones to do it on YouTube, where you run around to retro stores and like show off what the stores look like and what you can earn or what you can buy and all this stuff and what you're what you get and all that. And mm-hmm. then we did the episode and we went to your store and Miguel actually went up to you and was like, hey, man, can we do this? And, and I'm just all like muddling around like i'm all embarrassed like shut up dude don't do talk to the guy like no you were outside i think when he came in he came in before he came you, in first yeah, yeah. To he ask came permission in, yeah he came in first and i was just like <laughs> oh miguel shut up don't do this and then um you know and then you were like yeah man th- take any footage you want in the store and all this stuff so we do it let's say i don't you don't know this part of it we do this right and i loved your store right mm-hmm. and then the next week he wants to go to another store. And we went to another store that shall not be named, but you know exactly who it is. <laughs> and uh, the store sucked. The store was horrible. Everything was overpriced. I'm so mad, right? And I turn around to Nick after, it's, or I mean Miguel, and I go, let's go back to Nick's store. Because at least I don't go buy. I came all the way up here, and I bought nothing from this idiot. Let's go. Let's go. So then we wound up going back to your store, and I bought some more stuff. And I was like, okay. And I just, the show stopped because I was like, I, well, I don't want to go to a place else. I'm happy going to the next store. So, that, so that's it. Um, real quickly, though, let people know, like, uh, where they can find you, some things you're doing. You're doing some exciting stuff coming up. So, And, and real quickly, I keep looking. Hmm. I feel like I'm looking in your face. Okay. But I know you're looking like, why is he looking down? Like, there's a monitor over here. <laughs> so I should be looking straight ahead. But like an idiot, I keep looking down to the monitor over there. <laughs> so for now, I'm going to just try to look straight ahead. But go ahead. With, um, <laughs> let the people know where, uh, all about you and what you're doing, especially this weekend. Yes. So uh, this weekend's pretty important. We have uh, a speedrun event going on at the store. It's called Next Level Speedrun Showcase. Uh, we've been doing it for a couple of years now, but uh, the last event we did in the uh, spring was when we partnered with a, uh, a Twitch channel, uh, RGL TV, mm-hmm. and it really kind of blew up from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we went from getting like you know a hundred views to like five thousand views uh, on the stream. Um, but so it's a it's a speedrun event uh, that we have coming up this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, so it's a two day event. Uh, we're going to be in the store 
uh, from about 11 to about 11 at night. So 11 in the morning to 11 at night. And then uh, online streamers will take over for us. Okay. And then we'll come back the next morning uh, about 1030 and be there until about 930 at night. But um, it's a, uh, you know, it's mostly retro games we uh, we speed run, but uh, we do a couple of modern games as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's super exciting. And uh, we're, every time we have the show, you know, we're, we're improving. And actually, uh, so this time, the new thing is we're, uh, you know, because we, we do this out of, out of love. You know, we, yeah. we, all this comes out of our own pockets. But we want to we grow it. We want to do a lot of things. So we're going to start taking uh, donations during the event. But there'll be a lot of cool prizes you can win. And uh, the biggest of those prizes, uh, my store, Next Level Proper, is donating is a brand new Switch Lite and a copy of Link's Awakening. It's amazing. So, so basically what you're telling me is, is all these other people are going to donate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to donate and I'm going to win. So that's that's wonderful. <laughs> that's a great thing. That's a great thing. That's what we were talking about before you. Uh, turned yeah, me before off. we turned it on, we want to keep that yeah. privately. I just messed up and spilled the beans, so it's it's whatever. Um, that's but, awesome, dude. What the, what color is it? The switch. Uh, I got the turquoise one. You got the ugly one. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, totally. I'm, hey, hey, I did a poll, and that was the one that won. So well, my thing is this: I was just talking to Joe after work a few minutes ago. You know, Joe. Right. And uh, so I, I had the yellow secured, right? I have the yellow, right. going to buy it, done. It's already pre-ordered from Best Buy. That, all the Amiibo, plus Link's Awakening. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was like, and then I also pre-ordered the Pokemon one that's coming later this year, right? So I just told Joe, I was like, I might just buy the other two as well <laughs> on, on Friday. And he's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like... I don't know, man. It's just bothering me that I don't have them all because I ran my jaws and said I was going to get them all for, you know, across the board. Got to do it. Got to do it. So real quick, let me, let me jump in. Uh, So for the speed run event. Yes. So if anyone wants to check it out, um, you can go to twitch.tv slash retro gaming live TV. Retro gaming live TV. Yeah. Okay. So check that out. And, uh, you know, like I said, we'll be there all weekend. So hopefully you guys can check in on that, but. Here's my question. Yeah. So let's say, hypothetically, right, I'm mm-hmm. at home and I'm watching, and yeah. I want to make a donation. Is that yes. possible? Yeah. So, you know, basically we have a long list of prizes, not just the, the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, we have, um, we have like, uh, these Mario plushes. They're pillow plushes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. Uh, during a certain time frame, so a certain amount of runs, you know, we'll, we'll say, you know, if you donate, you know, three bucks from between this time and this time, you can have a chance to win that. Okay. But if you donate like 50 bucks throughout the whole show, you could be entered in to win the switch or, you know, those are just examples. We haven't, we haven't nailed down the exact, uh, donation numbers yet, but, um, but yeah, we have, uh, I think we have like 18 or 20 different prizes. Yeah. So. It's a nice range. Um, real quick, I want to answer mm-hmm. the chat because they just asked. So Deuterino, yes, I will share the link in the Discord, um, you know, and remind everybody so that way you guys can all go check it out and stuff. So that would be – and I'm, I'll do it like closer to when the event actually happens so that way you guys can go over and check it out and all that stuff. Um, I'm actually – you know, so it's 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 pretty exciting. I, I haven't decided if I'm going to do something for you for the store, mm-hmm. for the donation. Um, 
I've been thinking about it. I, you know, I really have been thinking about it. I right. gotta, I gotta make some conversations happen and see what I can do. But I've been thinking like maybe a game or something, like maybe a couple of games. You know, maybe sure. we can, maybe we can bolster that little. Maybe that's the thing that I could do. Maybe I could bolster what you're giving away. Sure, that's fine. Maybe I could throw a game or something in there with that, so that way mm-hmm. people. I would give a pro controller, but you know what the problem with that is. Can't use a pro controller to switch light, so that's kind of a waste. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, okay, Nick, it's time. It's time that we 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 kick this show off like we do each and every episode with our geek outs. Geek outs. <laughs> you do listen. I now I love you even more. <laughs> I knew you listened. I got you. Okay, so <laughs> Nick, what is something that you are geeking out about today? Uh, I am geeking out about. Fire Emblem on Switch. Really? Yeah. That trash game you're geeking out about it? Yeah, you know, it's just it's 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 slightly above Animal Crossing in the trash level. So, wow. Um, wow. <laughs> you you just hurt me bad, man. You just hurt me deep. Okay, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Okay, so let me, okay. Yeah. I'm assuming you played other Fire Emblem games. Yeah, I played all well, everyone that came to America except for Whatever the last 3DS one was, uh, Gaiden or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, it's... the one that just came out this like a year ago or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my question to you, though, is, right? Well, two questions, because Watcher Girl just said, what house are you? I am Black Eagle. Okay, so he's Black Eagle. No, I think I was Black Eagle as well, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I, I stopped playing. I couldn't. But but the thing is, is like, do you feel like it's like a true Fire Emblem game? Like, do you feel like it's you get that you get that it's scratched of a Fire Emblem game with this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think uh, it's a little weird because it starts off with more of the social stuff. Yeah. Um, but once you get to chapter two, it you know you still do the social stuff, but it yeah. it starts to turn more into like you know, hey, this is there's a war going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but. You know, they still have the, you know, when you're in the school in the beginning, you can choose to do, you know, side battles and stuff like that. Yeah. I but, th- See, that's what I'm used to. I'm used to, you play Fire Emblem, you're jumping into the battles, you're doing the battles kind of right off the, the jump. This just felt like it was very talky, man. I was just like, please stop talking to me. Let me fight some people. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Yeah, so, they definitely, like, went overboard on the, uh, the dating sim aspect in the beginning. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I have no problem with that part because it's it's not ungodly cheesy like yeah. a, a full dating sim is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once you get to chapter two, the story, at least for the Black Eagles, the, the story takes like a like an insane left turn. And like it just I don't know. I, I really enjoy it. So you're basically so it's basically Dream Daddy with, you know, with some fighting aspects to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what am I geeking out about? Let's see. I, I mean, I, I would have said this Friday, but I can't geek out about that because that's really essentially I've already geeked out about it last week, you know, right. on, on the actual show. Um, but I will. OK, since you're here, I'm going to say this. There is something that you are holding in the store for me. Yes. That I really want to get my hands on. And if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, it's the original Zelda Mm-hmm. Right? Complete inbox. Yes. Japanese edition. Yeah, for Famicom. For Famicom. Through this mm-hmm. thing. Here's the thing. 
for those that don't know, Japanese people just really take care of their stuff. Like, their their boxes... Like, I have Mother 2 and Mother 3 up on the shelf up here. They're pristine. They're over 20-year-old games, and they're perfect. So you're talking about a Zelda game that's 30 years old. At least from the pictures you showed, it looked like it was pretty... Pretty good. Condition. It's in good shape. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 probably not as mint as your mother, but it's in good shape. Yeah, I mean, I, well, you're saying that, but like, you know, what I mean, like, I wouldn't expect mother to be that mint either. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so, but that's the thing I love about getting, and and your store in particular too. Like, you get a lot of Japanese imports. Yeah, I've been on a run lately, and it's it's funny because there was like a year where I was getting nothing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I've just been getting lucky. So now you have do you? Okay, here's a question. I just saw this on your Instagram today. Which, by the way, go check out his Instagram. It's the same as your Twitter, right? NL Video Games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so go check out his Instagram because he posts the things that he gets each day on in the store on there, and that's the, typically how I shop. It's like QVC for me. I sit there, I scroll through for the day, and then I text Nick, and I'm like. I want this or I want this. And you're like, okay, whatever, dude. Like I'll see you in six months when you're going to come up. <laughs> <laughs> but did you get an actual Famicom? I got a super Famicom. Super Famicom. Yeah. You still have it? Yes. And how much is that? It's only 55 bucks. That's it? Yeah. It's a little, it's got a little bit of uh fading. I don't like care our, about our that. Nick. We don't care yeah. about that. We don't care about that nonsense. Save that too. I'm going to buy okay. that too. All right. Okay. Mark it down. Don't forget. I'll go in there I, on Saturday. Or I'll go in there to go pick it up, and you'll just be like, "Oh yeah." No, I I didn't post it yet because I just got it today. But I got a uh, disc disc system in. No, disc. you did not. Yeah, I don't know if it works yet, but I got one of those in too. <laughs> Man, you just made my heart pitter patter. You sure you want those other colors of the switch light? Yeah, I, th- I think I'm not getting them now. <laughs> I think I'm just going to skip out on that. Okay, so here we go. The reason why I brought Nick on this week, we last month we were doing this thing where we were bringing people in and we were uh, basically letting them give me their top five Nintendo games of all time. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go back to that. And I definitely wanted to have you on. You were supposed to be here last month. Some things got tied up with you. You couldn't do it. Uh, and then I thought to myself, you, we were supposed to record last night. I forgot. And then right. I thought about it. What a better day to do it than on Wednesday, which is also NES Day. I don't know if you know that. I, I, I coined sure it years do. ago like NES. I like it. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but then I thought even better – Man, I need to bring Nintendo Talk Live back. So the idea is, is we're going to do Nintendo Talk Live on Wednesdays mm-hmm. now rather than the weekends. And uh, Nick would be the first guest back for Nintendo Talk Live. So this is what we're doing. So basically this episode is we are going to um, turn around. Nick is going to give me – I don't know if you have it in numerical order or if you're just randomly. No, I don't have I, – I, they're out of order. Okay, so. so that's fine. He'll give me a game. We'll listen to it, we'll, and then we'll discuss it at length a little bit, and then we'll go on to the next one. So, so Nick, what is, what is the first game on your list? Now, when we talked, mm-hmm. you told me any system, right? Any Nintendo system. Yeah, any Nintendo system. Yeah, okay. any Nintendo just system. Making, just yeah. making sure. I didn't say, you know, it didn't have to be anything in particular, just any <laughs> Nintendo system. All right. Um, well, I picked Nintendo published games. so That's even better. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for, really. Yeah, no, yeah. no second party either. Just Nintendo. Ooh, look at you, straight Nintendo goodness. Yes. So uh, the first game 
Um, I have on the list is Star Fox 64. What is wrong with you? Really? Yeah. That game of all the Nintendo games. Yeah, man. Oh, that's the first game on the list. Relax. Oh, man. You're, Relax. you're upsetting me already, though, man. Relax. I, look, I could have let off with Kirby, but I didn't. You know okay? what would have happened if you let off with Kirby. All right. You know all what right. I mean? Like, that's just ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, all seriousness aside, tell me about this, uh, this Star Fox 64. What, what, what is this game? What, this little indie game? What? Bitch. So, uh, hey man, this is family pick, friendly, man. Watch the uh, language over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did I pick Star Fox sixty four? Yeah. Um, well, two reasons. So one, you know, I think it has a special place in uh, Nintendo, you know, timeline because of the Rumble Pack. Yes. Um, you know, it was pretty impressive that you know you had a controller that was you know not just like shaking, you know, just willy nilly all over the place, yeah. like. It really felt like um, it was meant for that game. And Nintendo's always good about that. They're always releasing peripherals that, like, you know, really work well with their games. Yeah. And then, like, other companies just kind of just half-ass it because they don't really know what to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, with Star Fox 64, you really felt, like, the difference in the vibration. Um, this is years before, Way before, you know, the HD rumble and stuff like that. Well, and, you know and not mean? only that, this was the original rumble. Right. Like, this was... This was never heard of before. I mean, like, this was... And it was so influential that, like, Sony basically changed their original PS1 controller to then create it and add it to it later just because of how powerful this... Or amazing and how much people wanted this. Yeah. And, like, as far as the game goes, I was never a huge fan of the original Star Fox other than, like, you know, graphically it was kind of impressive for Super Nintendo. Um, But... You know, I don't know what it is. The music, you know, even the voice acting, you know, still holds up to me. Yeah. But it's just the just pure, just fun gameplay mm-hmm. with the branching paths. Yeah. Um, and the hidden, you know, things you can do in that game. And then, you know, the addition of the, you know, all range mode as opposed to just being on rails. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of mixed things up a little bit, you know, compared to the first game. Yeah. Um, it really added a lot of stuff that they had in Star Fox 2 that we never got. Yeah. Um, the game never came out originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, between, you know, playing it on the 64 and then the 3DS remake is is unbelievable. I never played uh, that. The graphical overhaul is beautiful and playing it in 3D. It's one of the few 3DS games where, you know, I played exclusively in 3D. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and, and I feel that the 3D really, you know, adds to games where you're flying um, or racing stuff, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so for me, okay, so for me with Star Fox 64, right, I didn't play the original. Okay. Never touched it because I was of the mindset of this is how messed up I was back in the day. And I haven't really changed much. But the point of the matter is this. I did not want to support that game at all because right. that was the era when Sega and Nintendo really started getting into these polygon-type games, these polygonal games where, like, there were shapes. And I was like right. – this looks ugly. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything to do with these games. You know, Sega was going deep into it, but Nintendo had tinkered yeah. with it a little bit uh, with, with Star Fox, the original, and then I think Stunt Racing FX or something with yep. another one that they did it with. And I was just like, I don't want anything to do with these. I, I, and everybody was raving about them. Like, all my friends, like, look how great this looks. I'm like, it looks like a bunch of triangles flying around the sky. It's garbage. I don't want anything to do with it. So I did <laughs> not buy it. 
Right. I almost did not buy Star Fox 64. And what, what really pushed it over the edge for me was the Rumble Pack because it was the only way to get it at first. And I was like, I got to have this thing. And and at the time I was listening to um, or I was reading basically the, the – the brain warper, you know, the thing that was basically corrupting all kids, and that was Nintendo Power. They were basically <laughs> telling you, like, this is the second coming of Christ. You got to get it. Right. So I did. I bought it, and I actually will say that I love Star Fox 64. I think Star Fox 64 is a fantastic game. Now, speaking of Nintendo Power, did you ever get the promotional VHS? Yes. For that? Not for, not for, not for, I might have got it for Star Fox. The first one I ever got was uh donkey kong country Donkey Kong Country? yep mm-hmm. that was fantastic that thing, yeah that was amazing Dude, the, the star fox 64 mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. is hands down the funniest promotional thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> it's it's literally there's a uh test pilot of sorts mm-hmm. at nintendo who gets kidnapped by a guy from uh sony and a guy from sega no and they're like and, and they're trying to torture him to figure out uh the secrets of the rumble pack <laughs> God. It is the funniest Get thing. Get out of here. Up. And you can see some of these on YouTube. Yeah, you need to watch. <laughs> like, if hilarious. you can search, like, seriously, for people to know what we're talking about, what was happening was, was if you were a subscriber to Nintendo Power, because I just one day, I, was, I remember sitting at the house, right? And I go out to the mailbox and I get this package from Nintendo. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I didn't order anything. And I go to my mom, like, did you order me anything for Nintendo? She's like, no. And I'm like, I can't see what this is. And I open it up. It's a VHS tape, right? It's got the leaves on it and stuff. I'm like, what is this craziness? Take it out, put it in, and I start watching. Um, I, I I start watching this thing about Donkey Kong Country. I'm losing my mind. Like, so much so, Nick, this is how messed up I am. I call Nintendo the the, right. the 800 number. And I'm like, you guys just sent me this tape. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I just got to tell you, this is the greatest thing I ever <laughs> saw. When does this game come out? And they didn't know at the time. Like, they didn't know when the game was coming out. This was like a precursor to it right. all. It was a way to build the hype for Donkey Kong Country. I lost my mind, man. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so in with that, man. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So for me, like, I, I, I loved Star Fox 64. I played it and I was just like, this is just really, really good. But I never. Until Star Fox Zero on the Wii U, I never messed again with another Star Fox game. And I regret Star Fox Zero big time. I mean, honestly, like, it's not even worth messing with another Star Fox game. Because yeah. Assault, to me, Assault just didn't leave up, live up to it. And yeah. uh, obviously, Adventures is a different game altogether. But yeah. mm. Did you play Zero? No. Okay. No. By that, by that point, my Wii U was a doorstop, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your second game there, Nick? All right. So my second game is uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong on Game Boy Advance. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, you got some. Th- See, this is why I'm glad you're on the show because <laughs> you got some obscure game, obscure games that like people probably aren't even thinking. Okay. What 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 is this game to you and 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 why? So for those that don't know, there was a game called Donkey Kong on Game Boy, mm-hmm. and most assumed that it was just a port of the NES game, which is just, you know, arcade Donkey Kong. Yes. And the game, actually, when you start playing it, it the first four it levels is. is arcade Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, but after that, the game opens up. Yeah. Um, and 
it basically just expands upon the idea, uh, but the levels are much bigger. They're like usually scrolling left to right, and uh, it's much more puzzly, you know, because you have to get a key to unlock a door to move on. And basically, Mario vs. Donkey Kong is the sequel to that game. Yeah. Be- before they completely trash the series and turn it into Lemmings. Um, yeah. You know, but but yeah. So yeah, that's what yeah. So doing. basically, you know, Mario vs. Donkey Kong is imagine playing uh, original Donkey Kong with bigger levels, better graphics, and like a move set from Mario sixty four because yeah. you can like triple jump. Yeah. You kind of do like a backwards flip. Um, I think there's a handstand you can do even, even, um, but it's really just, uh, just pure platforming goodness, um, that I really was upset when they, when they changed the, uh, the formula. This wasn't the one, maybe I'm wrong. Was this the one that came with the super Game Boy Color? The uh, so the one that I was specifically mentioning, no, is the Game Boy Advance version. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The original Donkey Kong Game Boy, uh, it might have been packaged with it at one point because it did have one of those like custom tiles you can do. Yes. yes. So like you know when you use the Super Game Boy, um, the the border is essentially just it looks like a Game Boy. Yeah. But with certain games, they had custom borders built into the uh, Super Game Boy. So yeah. Yeah, that's what Jussie's saying right now. Yeah, so that was because that's the one I played. I played the one that was actually on the Game Boy um, that you could actually. It was where you could start to add color tiles and everything to it, and like change the things. And it, again, it's peripherals to me that Nintendo is always a gateway drug to a lot of stuff that's obscure that you don't necessarily want to jump on. Right. And it's just it's just the way it works out. So. Yeah. Um, okay, game number three there, Nick. So I had a hard time picking this one because I, I I wanted to pick only one Zelda game. That's uh, yeah. And and let's be honest, it, you could pick all five games. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a hard it's a hard choice. Okay, I went back and forth for a while, but I'm going to stick with A Link to the Past on Super Nintendo. See that Toby right now is cheering. Toby is very excited. He loves you. And he's this now. He loves you even more now. So, um, why link to the past for you? <sighs> well, I mean, so we had you know obviously you had the original Zelda, you had Zelda two, yeah. But a lot of that stuff, you know, the, the one one of the the best things about Zelda is, you know, the story. Yeah. And even though the story is very, you know, quote unquote repetitive, it's yeah. it's it, you know young boy, you know, travels through to save princess. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. And like learns to become a hero as he goes. Yeah. But you know the fact that you know you went from it's basically like the original Zelda, but just you know times like four hundred. You know the fact that you have uh, a story that you know plays out in in really cool cutscenes and the opening stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the, the fact that the world is just so much more vibrant and alive. Yeah. Um, you know, because you get, you know, you have towns, you know, you know, stuff like that. Even though you can't really talk to the townsfolk. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, everything feels like, you know, it, it's all tied together. Uh, the dungeon design is, you know, top notch for, it's probably still some of the best dungeon design in any Zelda oh, game. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, the gameplay's solid, music solid, graphics are solid. Um, and then, you know, tying it into what we're doing this weekend, it's a really fun game to speed run. Yeah. Um, just, you know, the tricks that you can do, 
and and some of the stuff that some people can do is absolutely insane. Yeah, my uh, for me for me this is my favorite Zelda game of all time. A Link to the Past is the be all end all for me. Breath of the Wild came very close, very mm-hmm. close to topping toppling that, but it just fell just a little short to me. Um, but this game in particular, I think why I loved it so much was, and I and I'm pretty sure you can you'll relate exactly where I'm coming from. So you get the original Zelda, which mm-hmm. for back when we were kids, it's it's balls hard, right? We don't know what we're doing. There's no other game like this at its time, you know? Because um, especially coming from if you had an Atari 7600 or a 2600, I'm sorry, you come from a 2600 to an NES, there's no games on the 2600 that are like this. This is groundbreaking right. stuff, right? This is the first true open world game we ever play. Like, where do you go? What do you do? This was the game that, like, for years, kids would sit around the cafeteria table talking about like tricks and tips and what they learned and hey go bomb this wall there's a there you know i need 30 extra rupees i can't find them where do i go oh you know what i found this thing over in this area go bomb it and then i remember one day me and my cousin literally on the original zelda spent all day burning every single bush on Mm -hmm. every single square and dropping bomb because every single square has a hidden secret in there and we realize it's just stumbling upon not everyone but like most of them do and we started right. going through them all to unlock them all and find them all um so you go from that game right and then zelda 2 hits on the nes and a lot of people were excited for this game right. a lot of people the hype levels were through the roof for it and it hits and it's crazy enough it's harder than the original zelda and totally not what anybody expected it to be which I like, and I do like Zelda 2 a lot. Um, right. And I, and I think what I like about that era of Nintendo is they're, they're, they would change it up. They weren't afraid to make the sequel totally different than the original. Right. Um, so then when they go back and we see Link to the Past, it's like, holy crap. They gave us what we loved with the original and just took the graphics and turned them up. You mm-hmm. know, and... Dare I say, it's probably one of the only games or one of the, you know, one of the few games that just holds, the, you know, the, the, the art style, the pixels stand the test of time. It actually, to me, looks better now than it did when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. I just love it, man. There's just so much about it. You know, all the secrets and all the stuff. And it just, it's just a truly amazing game. You know, like that opening scene with the rain. Like, it's just, it man, it just immediately takes you and throws you into the fire. Like, you feel this terror immediately. Like, you don't know where you're going. You're trying to figure it out. It's raining. It's thundering. You're like, what the hell is happening right now? And it's just lights it up, man. It's such a great game. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, what So... <clears throat> So you said you were kind of I, – I don't typically do this, but I'm kind of curious. You said sure. you were tinkering between a couple of different Zeldas. What other yeah, ones? Yeah, yes, but yeah. just slightly different. Yeah. And uh, Ocarina of Time. Okay. Okay. So. That, which are all great games. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could you could have picked any one of those, and it's not like you're picking a wrong one. Um, before we move on from the Zelda talk. Sure. Link's Awakening comes out Friday. Yes. Are you getting it? Yes. Yeah, um, I am. And what's for you, Link's Awakening? Where does it fall on the radar of like 
Zoligings? Um, it's definitely, I think some of the 3D ones I like a little better. It's mm-hmm. not that it's a bad game by any means. Yeah. It's just that, you know, if you're, if you're going from a game like Link to the Past to Link's Awakening, like Link's Awakening is like the perfect upgrade to like NES Zelda. Yes. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it, it just falls short of, you know, the next step up and that's fine. I mean, it was a Game Boy game. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, especially at the time it was, you know, absolutely amazing. And I'm really uh, impressed with the graphical style of the new one. Uh, I I understand that, you know, it's Zelda and, yeah, yes, the graphical style is a lot. I, I do wish Nintendo would get off this, you know, charge full price for a uh, remake thing. Yeah. But, but you know, I'm, I'm happy to do it just because it, it does look absolutely incredible. It does. So. And, and I, I, I was saying this to Toby, I believe, this, this weekend we were talking. I feel like that dungeon builder is going to turn into be something really special. I think that Possibly, that's yeah. the potential because I think this is what's going to happen. That <laughs> if that takes off the way I think it could take off, we'll get a standalone game of that. Something very similar to like a dungeon builder, uh, you know, Zelda dungeon builder and have like this craziness and maybe make it like a Mario maker where you can actually switch between art styles and different time pieces, but you're just building Dungeons. Yeah, but you know what? People aren't going to be happy, I think, with that. Because I'm sure they're not. Mario Maker's like, you know, a different beast because, you know, what makes a Mario game? And it's just the levels, right? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? There's, there's really nothing else to it yeah. uh, unless you get into the 3D games. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but what makes Zelda? And, yes, the dungeons are part of it, but it's really everything. It's, it's really world. everything, yeah. You know what I mean? It's crafting an entire world to explore. Well, I'll so, tell you this. If you gave me my choice... Right. Would you rather have a dungeon builder or Triforce Heroes or something like that? <laughs> I'm taking a dungeon builder all day long. Right. I think yeah. you can get more out of that. And it would be, again, it would be amazing. For someone that streams, right. it would be awesome to have fans or people, viewers, watching and, and submitting levels or dungeons to play. Like, I think that's where, the, you know, streaming, I think, takes some of these ideas right. to a new level. And mm-hmm. makes like I I think Mario Maker is a fantastic game, but I think streaming is what's elevated, you know Mario. Oh Maker, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Without being able to share it with people, yeah, and like and mostly due to like you know streaming like the impossible levels and stuff yes. like that, you know, yeah. and watch someone fail over and over again and scream yeah. and yell and whatever else. But exactly. you know, because no one wants to watch somebody just breeze through a game. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, so we're up to what game number four now? Yeah, game number four. So. I'm I'm saving the, you know my my fifth game. That that's the only one that like is like, you know the one the the last game on the list is like, to me the most important one. Okay. But, okay. So so I had a hard time deciding mm-hmm. on on I guess the fourth one. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna throw you a bone. Oh boy. All right. Give me a good bone. So. I'm gonna pick uh, Animal Crossing. Oh look at you! Look at on you on the GameCube. See, I can I can respect that. I can respect that. Now you and I have had ca- only, I, only yeah. because I had a hard time picking the game. So, yeah. but I, you know, I do love Animal Crossing the GameCube. Well, so that's what I was gonna say. You and I have had conversations in your store where we talked about Animal Crossing because mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm a huge fan of the series. Um, but and I was actually shocked that you were a big fan of the series. So, why don't you tell a little bit about your Animal Crossing story experience? So. When that game came out on GameCube, 
I don't even understand why I wanted it because <laughs> it doesn't like if you if you look at that game right yeah compared to now at the time I was still playing a wide range of you know every type of game so it's not that you know I'm I, I you know I'm going to stun my nose at it or something like that but you know if you look at it and the and the core of what it is you would think and I'm not saying this to be offensive but you would think it's for little kids you know what I mean I agree that's why I didn't uh, pick it up at first yeah that was my exact uh, words. Right. And, you know, at the time I was in college, so I'm just like, but I, I don't even remember why I went out and bought it, but I bought it. And I swear to God, I played that game every day for a year straight. Yeah. The game, the crazy thing for me is I had a friend that um, worked at Sam Goody at the time. Mm-hmm. And I used to go to Sam Goody almost every week to go buy movies and sometimes music. But at this point in my life, I was just collecting a lot of movies. Right. And Sam Goody started selling video games at this point. Just a small little area selling video games. And I'm looking through, and, and the, the manager, the store manager was just like, oh, you like video games? I'm like, yeah, man, absolutely. Who doesn't like, yeah, like, come on. And mm-hmm. he's like, man, did you ever play this game called Animal Crossing? I'm like, what is that? And he tells me, I'm like, no, I have zero interest in that. And he's like, no, no, look it up, look it up. So I started looking at pictures, I'm like, yeah, no. And my words <laughs> to him exactly were, I'm I'm neither a little kid or right. a girl. Like this game right. is geared for that, and that's not me. And I'm well beyond because I think I'm in I want to say twenty. I want to say I'm close to thirty at this point, right? right. Not yet, yet thirty, but I'm close to thirty. I'm like no, 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 no. I'm used to like I'm playing hard. I'm playing Madden. I'm playing you know uh, not necessarily Call of Duty, but like uh, those types of games. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. And Final Fantasy and GTA and like no, I'm not messing with. It. Like no, stop. So he says to me, he says, uh, "Hey, you like NES games?" I'm like, "Of course I like NES games." And he tells me, "Like, dude, you can unlock NES games." At the time, we had no way of going back. Like, there was no like virtual console. Right. You could buy Game Boy Advance games, which were so ridiculously named. It's not even funny, but whatever. Um, but I was just like, ah. so he tells me about this. And I start playing, trying to find these games. Mm-hmm. And I can't, but he knew what he was doing. Because he's like, oh, oh, you couldn't find any? I don't know why you couldn't find them. Here, it's really hard to find. You got to use like codes and like right. e-reader and all this stuff to unlock them. And he gives me his town. And I go into his basement and he's got them all laid out. And mm-hmm. then I start playing them and I'm like, holy crap. But the problem was, was the hooks were already playing it. Right. I was I was like I played such a small time playing the old Nintendo games. Me, I was on to I got to go play Animal Crossing now. But that game like just stuck its hooks. And the GameCube version, like for me New Leaf is my favorite. Right. But the GameCube is right there. They did so much stuff in that GameCube version. That is just unbelievable. Yeah, well you know what it is it's a, it's a good blend of uh, simple, you know, easy gameplay that you can play an hour here, 20 minutes there. Yeah. And you don't ever really need to feel it's, it's a good companion game. Yeah. So like the reason why I played it for a year straight is because, you know, you don't have to get, you know, if say one day you're like, you know what, I'm just going to fish and hunt fossils for like four hours. Yeah. And then the next day I'm like, I'm just checking my mail. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, you know, I'm playing something else right now. I don't really care, but I'm going to, I'm going to just check to see if anybody dropped off a gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's still, it, it still baffles my mind to this day 
why it appeals to anybody. I don't know. And like, it's, it's essentially doing chores, the video game is what it is. And the thing, and the crazy thing is, is like people will say to me like, how do you like this game? Like, how do you get so excited when you see they announce it? And then like, I'm like, you watch the trailer, I'm like, you see, you see, and they're just like, no, like it's bad. <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't show well at all. It's one of those games right. you just have to do. It's not a matter of, you know, you got to play it. And once you play it, all of a sudden it's just like, oh, wow, okay, I got you. I understand what I'm doing here. I get it, you know? So, um, you know, it's And, it's, and it's honestly, if, if it wasn't for the fact that they were like cute animals as your neighbors, like if it was just, if it was like The Sims, right, where it was just yeah. all humans, I probably wouldn't even be hooked into it. Yeah. But like the fact that like you get these like crazy, goofy animals. Yeah. You know, they all have like weird voices when they talk to you and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it's like a Disney thing. You know what I mean? Like the fact that, you know, uh, you know, kids at heart are attracted to, you know, an- <laughs> human shaped animals. The crazy thing, the crazy thing for me, right, is so my favorite villager in all of it is Bill, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I like Bill is at the time I was very into sports still. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really play anymore, but, like, I watched sports all across the board, every sport I was watching and, and all that stuff. And and Bill is a jock. Mm-hmm. And I come from this mentality of, like, trash talk. Sure. And Bill was trash talking me every day. Right. Like, he, you know, I get, I wake up because what I was doing was just how messed up I was. I was waking up at, like, 5 in the morning, 4 in the morning before I had to go to work and right. put in, like, a couple hours. Because that's the thing with that game. You know, like, the times are all different. So, like... You you could catch fish at 5 a.m. that you can't catch at 5 p.m. So mm-hmm. like I'm like I gotta go see what's on what fish are out now so I can catch them so that way I can because I I got a strategy guide and it was like I looked through the strategy guide I'm like oh man I gotta get up at five o'clock tomorrow because I gotta try to catch this fish there's only a couple days left in a month and <laughs> if not I gotta wait till next year you know because I don't time travel and uh, I get up at five in the morning here's Bill like running around my yard and I'm like. Or my area around my house, and I like, go up to him like, "Hey, Billy, like, oh, you slacker! Like, where you been? I've been out here exercise all morning." I'm like, "Dude, what, the, what, are, you, what are you talking about, man?" So, was, I always enjoyed that stuff. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I, th- I think that helps too. Is that like it's a persistent world yeah. when there really wasn't other persistent worlds? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure there was other games because I don't want to misspeak, but yeah. you know, it just it felt new and it felt original and honestly. You know, I've played other Animal Crossing since. I, I, while I have enjoyed them, they have not hooked me like the GameCube one did. So, does the new one interest you at all? I don't know. I was, I was more excited when I thought it would be, you know, a regular town, and then you would also go to this island. Mm-hmm. But now it looks like it's only on this island, mm-hmm. and like that kind of like makes it less interesting. I know you're super up on those paths, though. You know, Dude, I, yo man, really I love, all about. Them. I love them things. <laughs> I, re- dude, I used to lay patterns all over the place, man. Like that was, I literally would spend every game, every single game, right? That once I learned that these patterns, you could actually use them for that. Um, man, I would spend like four hours just building them. And like laying them out, and like what makes sense, and what doesn't make sense. Oh, I got to move that one. No, that doesn't work. I got to move it, and then change. Because I would have, what I would do is I would have a gardener, or like a. So I would have two characters in my town, and right. one 
would I would just load them with all the patterns, right? But there was only enough spots for like enough because what I would do is I would do um, a right side path, a left side path, like a border on the right side of the path, a border on the left, border on the bottom, border on the top. Then I would have just a, a full on just the, the the field pattern. Then I would have an inside border, like a turn, and an outside border. And then like so I would do these paths. And then I had then I got even more creative because the world kind of rolls in a barrel on the new one. I had steps. So mm-hmm. like it would look like you're walking up steps when you're really not. And then I would <laughs> have like the shrubs lining them and stuff. Dude, it just it, it, it's a fetish, man. It's a, it's sure. A and, and listen, like that's part of the appeal. Like yeah. the fact that you can design, you know, once you get your house, you know, bigger and bigger, you can. There's so many different things you could buy yeah. or, or collect to put in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see because I, I haven't played. I only played New Leaf a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't play Happy Home Designer, which not I know. Yet. Well, hold on, hold on. But I know that added a lot of uh, like interesting ways to actually design the house. Yeah. Which, you know what I mean? So, well, moving ex- furniture and stuff is a lot better. Right. So, game. I'm interested to see what they do with that yeah. in the future. So. Interesting. Okay, Nick, your final game of your okay. top five games. So, the final game. Is Super Mario sixty four really? Yeah, of all the Mario games, that's all the one you hang the your Mario head games. No matter what Oof. I do, I always come back to this game. Really? I don't know what it is. Well, I know what it is. It is to me, it is the most influential three D platformer of all time. Well, that I'll give you. That's absolutely true. That's and absolutely true. When that game came out, it absolutely blew my mind. Yeah, like I. You know, I played so much. Yeah. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, so many games growing up. Yeah. And, you know, all different genres, like I said. Yeah. And, you know, definitely there's plenty of experiences that, you know, stuck with me, right? Mm-hmm. But nothing sticks with me like booting that game up yeah. with my cousin next to me and seeing that face in 3D just pop into the screen. Yeah, man. We spent an hour and a half pulling his face around (laughs) before we even jumped into the damn game. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then when that game just like, you know, he drops it down and it's just like, go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's almost like Breath of the Wild, right? Breath of the Wild, you start the game, you get the, you get the uh, Sheikah Slate and it's like, climb up here. Here's a mini tutorial. Then it's just like, boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, the fact that it just drops you. It says, you know, here's the castle, but, you know, it's do what you want. Here's a new controller. You know what I mean? This is a different experience with this analog stick. And just, you know, feel it out. You know, it gives you the opportunity to just, you know, just run around that field and just figure all the different jumping moves you can do. And, you know, I don't know. It's just (laughs) – and it's funny because – the amount of, you know, content that they shoved into that game, you know, is still, you know, quality amount of content. Yeah. And, you know, the amount of secrets. Again, Nintendo, you know, just having secret stuff in that game. Um, even even little Easter eggs and stuff like that, you know, finding the Yoshi on top of the castle once you unlock the uh, – once you beat the game yeah. with all the stars. Um, and honestly, other than, you know, the typical – you know, I'm stuck in a corner and the camera's all locked up. 
it still has one of the best 3D cameras I've ever had in a game, which is insane because yeah. it used buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a second stick, it used buttons. I, I think that's the, to me, that's, that's what makes – well, there's a couple of things. First off, it looks – when you go back and look at it now, it just looks bad. You know what I mean? Like mm. if any game needs an HD remaster, it's that game. See, now I would, I would disagree. Okay. And here's why I would disagree. Okay. Take a look at any 3D game on PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the biggest downfall to – you know, trying to view one of those now is it's just like a, a mess of pixels on the screen Mm -hmm. because they try at the time. Yeah. Like, okay, it's super detailed. You know what I mean? For what they could do. Yeah. But like you go back and it's just like, it's hard to see. Um, if you play like a game like vagrant story, it's a Squaresoft RPG. It's so dark and just like everything just blends together. It's a mess. And the reason why I think Mario 64 holds up so well, yes, it's very blocky. But because it's so simple, I think it holds up even better than other games of that generation. I'm not saying I'll agree with that. What I'm getting at is when you fire up a game like Super Mario World, when you fire up a game like Link to the Past, those old games look gorgeous today. But you fire that one up and it's like, ooh, like... Okay, like I get it. Like I was, you know, I mean, I was part of that generation that like, dude, I played that game and I was floored the first time I played it. But then you go back and it's just like the polygons just to me just don't hold up. Um, But so for me, I I, like when I bought it on the Wii U, it came out on the Wii U. Mm -hmm. The problem is that game, if you don't have a Super Nintendo controller, it is almost impossible to play. N64 controller, yeah. I mean, N64 controller, yeah. If you don't have an N64 controller, it's almost impossible to play because you need those C buttons to kind of direct the camera. Yeah, um, well, and, and also, you know, that game, you know, it is a showcase of the N64 joystick. Yeah. So it needs the N64 joystick, you know. Yes. Because the sensitivity between joysticks is very different. Yes. Uh, even if you get a replacement controller for N64, it's yeah. nothing compared to the original. Yeah. Um. But the fact that you can, you know, you—I mean, you can—you can essentially like tiptoe in that game almost. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can. Absolutely right, yeah. But you know, for being a game that you know is essentially a lot of people's first journey into three three D platforming, level design is still there. The gameplay feel, you know, you 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 feel like you're actually you know managing to pull off these moves. You're not just missing enemies when you're jumping. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's something very fluid about it, even though it's still very janky because it's old. You know what I mean? The thing here's the thing I'll say about that game, right? So obviously, like if you're gonna make a console for one game, that's probably the only only game ever that ever got a console built just for it. That controller <laughs> is built for that game. That's it. Right. Like that controller isn't built for anything else but that game. Um, I mean, Miyamoto's even on record as saying, like, they built that controller for that. You know, the whole analog stick and the cameras, the C buttons and stuff. Um, the one thing I'll say about that game that I admire so much about it is every other platformer, 3D platformer in that era is dead. There's not a single one that's back and still doing good. Like, Mario went away mm. in the 3D world. And then slowly, each generation after 
came back bigger, better, badder than before. Where, like, Banjo, you know, that's pretty much DOA. I mean, they did try it again a little bit. Bubsy, they just tried again, but it's not really holding up. And it's like, even Donkey Kong is never going back to 3D. And so it's, <clears throat> they had this this era where they, even Sonic, like, Sonic can't do 3D good. And it's like, then. Nintendo with Mario, it's just something about it. That's the one franchise that when they took what they learned with Mario 64, it just got better and better and better and better, and it continued to get better each time they, they launched it out. So, I <clears throat> it's it's I mean, it's not my favorite 3D Mario game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact of, like, if okay, so if I think about which one had the most impact on my life, that's got to be Galaxy. Um, but the next one be- after that is 64. Um, and the only reason is this. When I played 64, I was still a gamer. I was mm-hmm. still loving games. I was still playing games. When I played 64, I was done with games. Like, in my mind, I'm an adult now. I got to stop playing games. Like, these are for kids. I'm done. And I walked away. And then the Wii brought me back. Right, and then that first Christmas, um, you remember I was talking earlier that I was married a long time ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tony, that Christmas, she bought me um, the Wii. Mm-hmm. She also bought me Twilight Princess, and she bought me um, Galaxy for for that year. And when I played Galaxy, I felt like the first time I ever played a Mario game ever, like mm-hmm. that whole feel, that moment. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like all of a sudden all this stuff started to click. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like how I felt when I played Mario for the first time. And then, like, when you're actually playing a level and you turn the joy or the uh, – I'll just say Joy-Con. The, the, the Wii remote. Mode to the side. Yeah. And it becomes like an NES controller. And I was like, my mind was blown at that point. But so – but with, with, with 64, I think that game, because it was the first time playing – and it was just mind blowing to mm-hmm. be able to because dude, here's the thing: Nintendo has this ability to go in and do something for the first time, and not only crush it, but do it better than anybody at that time, and for years to come, do it better than anybody. And that's the game. Like that's yeah, the, game. the and level listen, design and stuff is amazing. Yeah, I mean, listen, I was playing PC games at that time. It was when I was younger. I played a lot of PC in addition to console. I had played other games that you could move around in 3D space. Yeah. But none of it was, it was more like, you know, a 2D game, like Doom, right? It was, yeah. you know, Doom is very much, you know, a 2D game that, that like, you know, consistently just shifts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, but when Mario 64 came out, it just, just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. And, 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 and like I said, you know, my personal preference, I could sit down right now and play, play that game and still enjoy it a hundred percent. Like I did day one. I think if I had a CRTV and I had – well, if I had, it was in your store and I had right. one of them beautiful uh, Sony Wegas. Um, so if I had that TV and an N64, I think without a shadow of a doubt, I could jump back in and play. I can't play it on anything. Like that's the only reason, to be honest with you, that I was hoping that they did it uh, N64 Classic. Right. Is to go back and play Mario 64 but to play with a, a GameCube controller. Because I feel right. like that's the only way to play that game, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know. I like it. 
good list, Luke. It was a very good list. I was, I was actually uh, actually impressed with your ability. All right, so now the, now the real list. Top, uh, five, here top five Kirby games. <laughs> boy, you are a real piece of trash, boy. You are a real piece of trash. The uh, So do you have Nintendo Online? Uh, yeah, I got it for free from uh, the Amazon Twitch thing. Okay, okay, okay. Have you I have it? I have yet to boot it up. <laughs> what do you mean you get to boot up? You didn't get the I, you didn't get the games. I, I well I sorry I downloaded Nintendo online and have never opened it. <laughs> what about Super Nintendo? You got to get that. Stuff. No, I, I didn't download any of that stuff yet. You got to so. get that. You got to get. See, I mean, here's the thing. This is what blows me away with you, right? Because this is what I did, right? So I got the Nintendo online one, right? And then I went because I have different accounts. And I went and did download the Japanese one. Right. Dude, those NES games, the Japanese way, it's just, woof. Like, the, the, the original Zelda and between the original Zelda and Kid Icarus, those are the disc system games. So mm-hmm. the music is, oh, my God, so good. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't get them. I'm really disappointed well, in you. You know, my problem is... is you know, and, and this is not a brag, but you know, I own all these damn games. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Like, and, yeah. and I and I run a retro video game store, so it's like I I'm surrounded by that stuff. It's yeah, like you know, it's and I understand. Yeah. Listen, there's there's plenty of people out there that you know don't have the space to have you know a big collection, or they just don't care to own a bunch of pieces of plastic. Yeah, you know, on a shelf, like yeah. I do. So like, if I was a guy that was digital only. I would love I love that they keep doing stuff like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the best part about you know them doing stuff like this is reintroducing it to younger people. Yes. Yes. You know because it's important for you know people to you know know where games came from but also you know some of these games are really 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 good yeah so you know you don't want to you know you want to be able to have people experience it for the first time yeah um i agree you know i agree let me ask you a question yeah so you own a retro game store right Mm -hmm. if someone wanted to get in and play retro games what's your recommendation to start like what do they do in order to get started like as far as like what system to they would yeah pick? like where would you where would you like even not even that like let's just say they want to play those games right what's the like would you direct them to actual the actual hardcore console or would you go like hey get a retron or what would you like it depends on the person okay so you know if the person is just really casual with it mm-hmm. you know I just I tell them look just get one of those new systems that'll play the cartridges mm-hmm. uh, or you know, better yet, just get like an NES classic. Yeah. Or Super Nintendo classic. You know, if you're just gonna be super casual with it, you want to replay Mario, you know, that's, that's your best bet. I don't want to sell anybody something that they don't want. Yeah. And you know, you know how it is. Some of these games are expensive. Yeah. They're not cheap. (laughs) So, but you know, if somebody really wants to get into it, you know, by all means, I would at this point, you know, believe it or not, I may even say, get one of those, you know, remake systems that has the HD capability, but you can play, put your cartridges in. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's the best of both worlds. You know what I mean? As long as the system isn't complete trash, as far as like, you know, the, the graphical output and the sound output. Yeah. Uh, 
because most of them take original controllers now. You can go buy an original controller and plug it in. Yeah. It's just so much more convenient yeah. than having to hook up, especially with the original Nintendo. Yeah. Those things are, are, are always breaking down. No, they're tough, man. And not only that, like, the worst thing in the world is to buy an NES with a new pin connector mm-hmm. in it. Dude, you can't get the games out. It's yeah. like you're just, like, yanking on the game. I don't understand that because I don't remember. Maybe I'm just – maybe my memory is that bad. It wasn't that bad when we first got an NES, right? No, they were crap from the from day one. I mean, like pulling a game out. Wasn't... Yeah, because they, yeah, because they 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 were not tight enough to make a good grip on the game from day one. You know okay. what I mean? It was a, it was a crapshoot whether your stuff was going to work. Yeah, like well, there's that's true too. there there's literally you know <laughs> the NES is almost as bad as the Xbox 360. Yeah. Like the original run where they just would all break. Yeah. It's probably the, – the failure rate is probably identical. Stop Honestly. It. Would you stop it? I would not My be NES surprised. never broken. I had I had an old school one. Would you – don't come in with your hateful comments against Nintendo. <laughs> uh, Nick, thank you for coming and, and, uh, and having a little chat with me. I enjoyed this immensely. This is basically what we do every time I go to your store. We just start running down memory lane <laughs> and talking. So this is, yep. this is fun. Uh, real quickly, let everybody know. If they are in the New Jersey area, where can they find you, your store, all that good stuff? So it's uh, it's Next Level Video Games. We're in Blackwood, New Jersey. Um, but you can check us out on Instagram, like yeah. you said, and Facebook Yes, uh, at uh, NL Video Games. And actually, it's the first time I'm revealing this information is Uh-oh. on your show. Uh-oh. But now there will be some caveats, and it will be posted soon on the Facebook page. But I am going to start opening up the store to online. Oh, crap. So people that aren't in the area can purchase certain items from the store. That's... So there, yeah, so there won't be an online storefront, but we're going to run it through the Facebook page. You know, there'll be a certain time frame after something comes in that, you know, it'll be exclusive to people that are local. And, and then after that, it'll be shippable. So. I never have to go in and never have to go to your store again. <laughs> I can well, just I, be like, Nick, just <laughs> mail it to me, man. <laughs> Free shipping. I'm using my Amazon Prime. Just ship it to my house. <laughs> hey, you know what? If Amazon wants to buy me out, by oh, all that, means, of course. Yeah, oh, we're gonna, Amazon we're, Prime. Yeah, we're going gonna to go to Little New Jersey and then pull a, <laughs> pluck a little store out of obscurity. Um, dude, that is – that's – I've said it to you before, you know what I mean? Like, and you were just like, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into this foray, but like, I feel like that's amazing. Seriously. Like, that's really, really cool. So yes. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So um, uh, if you keep an eye on the, uh, the Facebook page, mostly when that gets revealed, like the actual policy and whatever else should hopefully be soon, maybe in a week or so. So real quickly for mm-hmm. those that are just not, not you. For those for those that are curious how we're doing this, um, this will go into the Nintendo Talk feed, and then I have a separate feed that's Nintendo Talk with Toby and I. Um, so if you just want to hear Toby and I, that's that one. And then if you want to hear like all the guests plus Toby, there's a different feed for that over on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, be sure to check out everything we're doing here over on the YouTube channel, over on Twitch and Discord, everything. Nintendo Guru pretty much everywhere, NintendoGuru.com. Um, we got the Patreon.com slash Yubi Capri. Uh, Sean and I are also doing Extra Life this year, which is really exciting. We're going up to Rome, New York. Your wife donated, I guess you too. I don't know. Um, you guys <laughs> donated some money. Thank you very much for that. Mm-hmm. Jussie, I see you here. You've been chatting, commenting a lot. Thank you for coming out tonight, dude. I appreciate that. Carrie, hello, Super Nintendo, all you guys. Everybody came out, Dude Reno. Everybody, thank you so much for the support. I love you guys. 
We'll be back next Wednesday with a live show. And then uh, otherwise, Monday, we'll be back with Toby. Uh, follow me, Instagram, Twitter, at NintendoGurus. Follow Nick over at NL Video Games. That is all. Peace out, Preston. <laughs>